0: it is the chicago verse united audio podcast your chicago scene salvation featuring interviews with the premier talent and tastemakers in the chicago music community my name is Jaima black i host this podcast every week at ChicagoVerseUnited.com. this week talking with martin atkins in an interview recorded in chicago's bridgeport neighborhood here's how that sounds haima black here in bridgeport i'm here with martin atkins in his native neighborhood how are you doing sir Good. <laughs> uh, I know that you've got a lot going on, man.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm tired. I'm kind of like Kickstarter-lacked. It's in Wikipedia. I've looked it up. But I, I didn't. I just, I just made it up. It's like it's a thing. It's a thing. Well, you've got
0: you've got so much going on right now. You got this Kickstarter campaign that is currently running currently active explain a little bit about that kind of what it's doing and what it's for for people who don't know
1: what what, Kickstarter in general no no no,
0: just your campaign yeah
1: well we're doing a Kickstarter for my third book Bandsmart and we're trying to raise $18,000 to illustrate edit finish print the first edition and wave the flag a little bit and it's actually the, the uses of it are many one way I'm using Kickstarter is as a uh, deadline for myself. I'm on version 71 of the book, you know, and uh, it's, been a strange, uh, it's been a strange year with a car accident and some other shit. So um, it's kind of pulled me out of, of a bit of a funk. Um, it's also a great seed sowing, pre-release, advanced party device. And I think that's how I was using it in my mind seven days ago. So we, we hit the seven-day point at seven o'clock tonight. Like, this is a seven, right, like right now, actually. And um, But what I didn't expect um, was it's a way I'm reconnected with people. I, I just connected with Anne-Marie, who I met in 1981 at Strawberries Records. in in boston massachusetts on the first trip with pil it's like oh my god how are you doing so it's like you know and no matter what the donation there's a uh there's a spiritual moral cost you know that that needs to be acknowledged uh, rejoiced and repaid you know and so uh, a guy donated a dollar yesterday he got the longest email ever (laughs) <laughs> you know, and and it's it's automated. It's a great platform. I can update this, this nearly two hundred pledges already. I can just do a thing to all of them, and I do. But I'm also doing individual emails to everybody as as they donate. But so now, I just did a bunch of emails before I left. But there's some people who donated the first hour. It's seven days for them, so I, I've been updating them, and uh, it's it's kind of it's interesting and it and it's fluid so i should tell you let me tell you something about the levels so there there are things you get a book there's a shirt there's a different shirt there's you know pieces of scenery from pigface what and then you get to the higher uh, level events of a $1000 for a day with me doing drums or dj whatever which is kind of a di- it's not a deal on me dj and i'm not worth shit dj <laughs> it's a deal on me drumming <laughs> cuz you know, I, can, I can drum all over someone's album in a day I did the Extremities album in a day for Killing Joke so that's a deal and $5,000 you get a quarter of my vehicle for a year which yeah. is also a steal You know, um, but then on the other end for a dollar you could put an extra fuck in my book for $5 you could put a cluster fuck in there for $100 you get thanked in the back of the book for, for $100 you get thanked on the same page it's like a, 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 a like a footnote Yeah, well, yeah, I I call it the park bench fuck. It's a curated, just like a park bench is like uh, Mr. and Mrs. Walton's of of Bridgeport, Connecticut. It's at the bottom of the page. It says this fuck brought to you by. And and so, and then there's there's some CDs in there. The vinyl sold out really quickly, so I added some different vinyl. It's kind of, it's just fluid and interesting. People love the shirts. Um, Not many people have bought a single fuck. People will go for a cluster fuck or a curated fuck, and now I'm working with Bleeding Heart Bakery. They're going to do a chocolate-covered cluster fuck, which is like well, they're working on the recipe right now. And so we're only seven days in, and it becomes this kind of entrepreneurial, fluid exercise with the communication with with friends and fans, and the risk is interesting. It's it's definitely. Peter Gabriel falling backwards into Mm. an audience or not you know I mean with Peter Gabriel it's not a risk because he's probably got ten roadies out there ready with a mattress Uh, I don't have ten roadies with a mattress
0: yeah but so you covered so much of what I want to talk about, but let's kind of like take this bit by bit. Uh, okay. this book, <laughs> no, so, <we're> anyway. <laughs> yes, that's it. Uh, the book, it's called band smart. And is this kind of a companion or sequel to your earlier book tour smart? How does those, how do these two relate?
1: It's a prequel. So it's like, it's like, should you even be in a band? What is a band? Should you be in it? What are, who are people? What to watch out for? Psychopath checklist, mm-hmm. you know, um, stalkers uh, studios from shit $200 recordings of one of the first recordings on invisible was lab report they made that recording for $23 yeah. uh, and that was 20 years ago so uh, how to do that and, and amazing people kicking in on all levels of like not the theory of, of, of recording George Massenburg talking so soulfully about sounds as objects placed in the field (laughs) unbelievable Uh, and then um, uh, some things that aren't like merchandising and some new and different ideas like not releasing albums anymore Wendy Day talks about getting a deal Uh, and I I, I really like Wendy we're kind of friends and then I looked her up and I'm like oh shit she got uh, she did the cash money deal and Eminem's deal and you know it's, wow. it's just really nice, you know. <laughs> um, so it's a, it's a prequel to Tour Smart. And I'm making it the same size, although it's going to be more pages, which is like, I don't care. You know, it's 800 pages at the moment. It's just Tour Smart was too heavy. And this might be about the same. I just, I like the book, <laughs> the book type deal, you know, just like that. So that's what it is. And, and I started it because a lot of people are like, this is great. Would you do another one that's, that's this? Like, you know, all right,
0: and you—you know—you've mentioned some of them. You have a lot of contributors in this book as well, correct? I know I even I was asked to um, to submit a piece, which I was totally thrilled about doing. But I mean, there's a lot of people there, right?
1: Well, but why wouldn't there be? You know, it's like, you know, um, and I—I I meet people all the time. I'm like, oh, I just—I um, was hanging out. There's a radio station up in Madison called JJO, and it's like it's like a big commercial station where. There's, like, two jocks and, and a girl called Biatch. You know, they do the the fake at 8. Mm-hmm. Fake orgasm, phone in at 8 o'clock. We, we, we have some students up there interning on social media. And I'm like, holy shit. Tell me some stuff. And and her piece is just like, don't you fucking dare. Don't you do this to me and this back. You know, it's like, whoa. It's, I, I think that it's kind of cool that it feels like... She's telling me some stories, which I just happen to kind of put in a book and hand off to a band. Yeah. I, I don't know if she'd tell those stories that way directly to a band. Right. You, you know? And so there's probably a hundred, I think there's two over 200 people in it, but why wouldn't I want 500? Yeah. You know, because all of this stuff is out there, but if I was in a band on the internet right now, it's like, Fuck. You, I mean, there's too much. There's, when you have every, you know, when every single recipe in the world and every ingredient in every combination is available, it completely negates the helpfulness of the advice. Yeah. You need someone to advise you on the advice.
0: I have a hard time sometimes finding... What I want to listen to, what records I want to listen to in the car, because I have Spotify and services like that, so I can listen to pretty much any commercially released North American release. And when you have access to every single piece of music commercially available, you're like, now I don't know what to listen to, versus if you only had 10 albums in your
1: car. Right, or John Peel.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. You
1: know, I mean, he's just become, I miss John Peel like so much, you know, and not because I listened to him in the last five years, I didn't but you could just relax. And he'd be, he might be in a bit of a mood or he'd be on a little bit of a bender in one direction or another. And you just kind of go with it. It's like, oh, I'm in the hands of John. What's he going to expose me to? And you just kind of gave yourself up to it. Nobody has the time to be their own John Peel or yeah. their own Wikipedia or their own uh, John Peel equivalent of a recipe cook. A recipe cook. There you go. Listen to my, <laughs> listen to my wordsmithing or a chef. Yeah, you know, and and it's just—it's like, fucked. Help, you know. And then, you know, and if you're ADD like me, you're looking for your fifth piece of information. It's like, oh, look at this shiny object, and I'm off over there, on looking at what the guys from Starsky and Hutch are up to now. You know, (laughs) it's like, fuck, help.
0: So this is going to be kind of that, kind of one-stop, end-all companion book to catch a lot of that information.
1: Yeah, and then, or at least try and filter it my filter of it so it's like if, if you like my take on stuff here's a bunch of shit if you don't like my take, taste on stuff find, find the, the scientific guy who who gently weighs all of the options and gives it to you in an unbiased form unbiased who's got time for unbiased
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know no one has time for that and there's also a minefield of, of product sales as well that make the internet difficult I think
0: you know, this, looking at the way that you're doing this and, and using Kickstarter, you've kind of touched on this a little bit, but what are some of the advantages of doing it this way? And, and you know, what made you decide to use Kickstarter in the first place?
1: Well, this uh, I like the fact that I, I have about six reasons for doing anything, you know. I, I'm consulting to this festival in Eagle River, Wisconsin. Not because I particularly like puddle of mud, fuel, or saliva. (laughs) But it's an opportunity for me to elbow a a gap in the traffic for my students to get involved, you know. And actually, I think one student's already gotten a a job out of it. So, um, uh, I thought I should start to explore uh, this this Pledge music. Uh, There's a few different platforms so I can talk about it more knowledgeably and, and the only way for me to do to talk knowledgeably about something is to, is to get my hands sticky yeah. you know? oh wet paint Yeah. oh yeah it is, the paint is wet so um, I've learned more in the last week, not just about Kickstarter but about databases conditional logic I mean fuck all kinds of stuff that I didn't think I'd be learning about
0: What advice would you give to anyone who's looking, you know, musician or otherwise, anyone who's looking to do their own Kickstarter campaign?
1: I I think I've got it. Well, I don't have the advice that I'm I'm working on that. That's going to be a little booklet and a a seminar. I think we're going to do a, a weekend in maybe July or August, by the way. Kickstarter is as useful to your band or brand as a random unexpected show at Madison Square Garden if you can't fill it you're fucked Yeah. if you can't fill it before you get the gig you're fucked so it's almost like it's not what you think it's not an answer It's a, it, it's an answer to a lot of questions but it's not an answer to the question no one will help me I'll put it on Kickstarter because Kickstarter won't help you a show at Madison Square Garden won't help you you need machinery, and um, uh, uh, some of the product of, of this is, is my last 30 years. It's Amanda Palmer's last, however many years. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so in class we look at her $19,000 in a weekend on Twitter, yeah. and she wouldn't have been able to do that. Uh, she wouldn't have been able to do a Kickstarter without that Twitter beginning. Which wasn't the beginning for her on Twitter. It was just like a, a landmark moment that, that got her some publicity. So it's it's not what you think. Yeah. And if if you don't have the audience to do it, then go back and, and use some of the other strategies in tour smart and band smart to build your audience base, hold on to them, keep them engaged, for when you can.
0: Yeah, I think that's a great. You know, building the foundation is absolutely imperative. You know, something in preparing for talking with you today, you know, because we've, we've talked before on this podcast, I've known you for years through Local 101, and so I thought, you know, I've been lucky enough to have a couple chances to sit down with you, why don't I give other people the opportunity? So, I got a couple questions on Twitter, really quick, from people who had questions about the, you know, what you're doing in Kickstarter and everything. The first one is from Emily, um, at XX XX on Twitter, um, and she's out in Los Angeles, and she said... How long did it take you to write the book, and how does this book differ from your previous book, Tour Smart, which you kind of covered a little bit?
1: Yeah, I, I, I covered that a little bit. It's um, I, I'm, I'm finding who I am. I don't know how many contributors are in Tour Smart. It felt insane to have a hundred. Yeah. Now it's like if there's two or three hundred, that's absolutely fucking fine for me with Band Smart. Um, how is it different to Tour Smart? Well and answered I think yeah. it's 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 everything leading up to I, I think in tour smart there isn't making a single local show more of an event yeah and I started doing that as a lecture quite recently and and so um, it, it, it actually takes a band all the way through to like okay get it right in your home market because if you can't get it right in your home market, what makes you think you can drive to Cleveland and do it any better? Well, you know less people. You have to pay for accommodation, and you don't know to avoid that highway because of the rush hour traffic or whatever. Yeah. Or, the, or the buses stop running. All the all the rookie mistakes you're going to make in a in a different market. And I've done all of that. Get it right in your home market, and then and then take it out. Then take it out. Yeah.
0: Another question we have. Um, Kelly, or I'm sorry, Kelly Marie at DoomGolly on Twitter, and she's out in New York City. I love that we're getting people from outside of Chicago. Uh, she says, how do we do crowdsource... How do we do... I'm going to change that. How do we do crowdsourcing? How do we do crowdsourcing without begging? I'm reminded of the PBS phone pledge drives when I was a kid.
1: Is, she, is my campaign reminding her of PBS?
0: I don't know if, if that's what she's saying. I think she's just saying, how do we avoid the begging that... Can't, you know, because I, I get what she's saying with watching those when you were young and they're just like, please call, please call. So I think she just wants to avoid that.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, I hate that when I'm listening to NPR. Yeah. Um, and I think that, first off, as well as having an audience base, you need to have a product line, you know, and it needs to be real and imaginary, right? Because if you're, if you're an artist that excites me, you've got to set fire to my head on and off the stage in and out of the cd player you know so i think our pledge levels we were really kind of careful we got into a whole mess over shipping stuff the shipping i mean my books are so heavy it's like oh my god you know yeah. it's 50 dollars to ship a book to norway so it's like you if you want a book it's 90 you know yeah so um but but i'm fortunate enough to have done so many things that i could say well here's a couple of cds um 15 for the two pledge and help me with my thing but here's what I'll give you for that you know, here's what I'll give you at $250 you get this piece of scenery, it's a nice piece of art um, uh, at the $1000 level I'll come and play drums for you or, or DJ or, or whatever um, there's pieces of the ministry cage which Al will love um, <laughs> there's, there's, um, there's um, everybody gets welcome to the music business you're fucked as a free download, so I think that if you're just saying, I want to make an album, oh, please, then fuck off. You know, you shouldn't be doing this. If you can give your first, second, and third albums away, the unreleased demo recordings of your Chinese theatre production, which never went into production, and you've got pieces of those amazing curtains to sell, in one-inch squares that you've cut up, and you've always loved to plant herb gardens and you'll you'll fly out and do that for somebody with your herb garden tips and you'll knit someone a sweater. Well, it, it doesn't have to be pieces of scenery from Killing Joke or your first book. It can just be stuff that's meant and has value. Oh. But, but, but begging has no fucking value. And, and it's kind of offensive. It's like, I'll help people that need help. And if someone's playing bad saxophone, I fucking hate saxophone but I'll always give them a couple of dollars just for trying
0: yeah yeah you have to at least be doing it absolutely yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, so does that does that add? but but actually uh, she's right in that like today I got you get pulled into this it's a swirling vortex of um it's druggy yeah it's very dr- cracky it's yeah. very cracky um uh it's like it's been an hour. Does no one love me?
0: Yeah.
1: It's you know, and I'm thinking and I'm I'm trying to blog. I'm like writing some stuff down as I do it. Like, you know, I'm sitting on the toilet typing, peeing on the toilet, uh, trying to not splatter toothpaste all over my fucking laptop. It's it's nuts, right? Um but I think I said today I'm trying to keep people updated. So I'm like whoa. It was like 7666. Yeah. And I was just interested in the 666. But I'm sure it looked like two more pledges, and we'll hit the eight. hit uh, help hit the eight thousand before yeah. nine o'clock, and we'll fuck. It, you know, yeah. It's uh, you just have to be aware of it, yeah. um, and 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 enjoy it. You know, I think the thing that I'm really happy about—not that you asked—what
0: <laughs> <laughs> are you really happy about?
1: <laughs> is that uh, in the middle of it? It's it's frightening it's fucking frightening I have to say that but uh, Saturday night I was DJing at at, uh, RK Breweries benefit yeah you know and I'm thinking it's my first Saturday of my campaign and it's like oh fuck shut up you know I I went and DJed and um, doing stuff like that I think is centering and important and 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 they're being helpful too you know Um, yeah, it's interesting.
0: Yeah, because our friend Lance Curran, um, who works with Threadless and also is launching his arcade brewery, he's also doing a Kickstarter. And I think there's a lot of value in two people who are launching campaigns to do creative, heartfelt projects, collaborating and being in each other's network and and having people see that versus it just being like, fuck you, give me your money, don't give it to anybody else, which is a terrible way to do it.
1: Right. And I tell you what's interesting as well, being on on the Kickstarter platform, there are people there who are who've pledged into like 19 projects. Yeah. There's people who are enjo- enjoying, enjoying them- So That's not the right word. They're not enjoying themselves. They are fueling and being fueled by this experience. Yeah. You know, it's cool. Well,
0: I love it, man. Uh, the book is called band smart. It's on its way on Kickstarter right now. When I post this podcast, I'll of course have a link where people can check it out, pledge, do anything they want. And, I can't wait to be able to hold it in my hands and read the whole thing. So thank you, Martin.
1: Well, thanks, thanks, to, you. Th- th- thanks to you too. I think that, first off, yeah, you'll need to hold it in two hands. But, <laughs> but also, this is something that I've changed this is in the last seven days. The, if you could post a link directly to Welcome as well. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you think that it's nothing to say, to say to someone, just watch this four minute video. And at the end, there's a code for Welcome to the Music Business. And after doing that for like three days, I'm like, you know what? Fuck that. Look, there's a book. Yeah. Just go and take the book. If you don't like it, we're done. You know, uh, you'll know it pretty quickly. And, and if you do, then either you can just run away with that book for free, or you can go back to my Kickstarter. The, just that whole idea of jump through these three hoops, and then here's a here's a ball for you to play with, is is just. I think I've like evolved through that 80s marketing mentality. Yeah. So, uh, so if you if you want to post a link to that, that's really cool too.
0: Absolutely. And, and thank man. you.
1: It's really nice to talk to you.
0: Always, 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 always. Thank you.
1: Hey, will you come and do the To a Smart Weekend thing again?
0: Absolutely. Good deal. I'm there, of course. Good deal. Thank you. This has been the Chicago Verse United Audio Podcast, your Chicago scene salvation. Thanks to Martin Adkins for being on the show this week. You can find past episodes of the Chicago Verse United Audio Podcast at ChicagoVerseUnited dot including interviews with Chris Payne, Jerry Bryant, Kill Hannah, and many, many more. You can follow the Dynasty Podcast Network through all social and digital media channels at dynastypodcast.tumblr.com. For the Dynamic Dynasty, my name is Haima Black, Dynasty Descend.